Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by NastraVision. That's N-H-S-T-R-A vision.com. Catch all the local racing from Monadnock, Lee, Claremont, and Hudson. That's NastraVision.com. Get $10 off NastraVision All Access with promo code BFP. Do you like playing with toy cars and telling your significant other that they're collectibles? Do you enjoy badass memorabilia of grown-ass men who are more successful than you? Well, today's episode is also brought to you by Circle B Diecast for all of your diecast needs and merchandise. And be sure to use promo code BFP123 for $5 off purchases over $30. Do you enjoy our dumb show? Want to support us even more? Become a friend of the program today for just $4.69. Nice. Nice. You can become a Patreon pal, patreon.com slash black flag podcast. Some perks to being a pal include access to a monthly bonus episode, ask us any question for our weekly Patreon question segment, discounts on all of our merchandise, access to exclusive giveaways, or just giving us a friendly tip to help us afford our endeavors that we tell about you every week. Once again, that's just $4.69 a month, patreon.com slash black flag podcast. Brad Keselowski is going to be shown the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're on the girls' pool here, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh, Occasional alcohol consumption. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we actually out we beat him so it's all good all right boys and girls this is going to be episode 235 of the black flag podcast as always i am charlie sanborn directly across from me this week is going to be bradley saucier and to my left and bradley's right is going to be bt3 himself bobby timmons uh we are fresh off of a week uh a day i guess i should say yesterday from wiscasset super raceplex um, but uh, we, we've got some other stuff to talk about as well, too, right, Bradley? Yeah, that was a that was an electric start. You Thank brought you the so juice. Much. It's so it's early late. in the morning. You said it. It's a matinee <laughs> a for us. Uh, whatever. Typically, we do this at like seven, eight o'clock at night. Uh, it's a crisp five thirty p.m. right now. <laughs> yes, yeah, Bradley. Uh, Bradley and I we're going to finish this up and we're going to go on a date with Amanda because you know after last week's picture at Oxford, Amanda's just our girlfriend now. That's fair. Yeah. That's yeah. Fair, well, yeah. I was I was at work and uh, Amanda had the day off, which so did everyone else for the yeah, most part. It is and, Labor uh, Day. Let's celebrate. So, Great work by not working. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so I went over there, and and I was like going in there. I'm like, if I get hired overtime, I have to work overtime. And and there's a good chance that you're always going to get hired at least two hours of overtime. And I was like, I'll take it for sure. So I texted Amanda because it didn't look good. There wasn't a ton of mail over there, and and uh, I was like, hey, if if I don't work and like if I don't get hired after two thirty till four thirty, like let's just go grab dinner or something. And um, and I was going to run to the gym and then go grab dinner with her. And then they came over like ten minutes later. And I was like, fuck, um, hey, so I can't do that now. <laughs> so making up for it by uh, going out a little later with uh, with Bob. And you brought a present. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, we, we started off the weekend with go-karts, right, Bob? Yeah, um, go-karts on Friday, I feel like went pretty good. Well, despite um, the fact that you parked the little kids. <laughs> well, they deserved it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I almost said something else, but <laughs> uh, I, and I well, actually didn't, you didn't do it, but the, I the didn't make that call. Eddie did. I was just going to end the race. Like you know, they were just going to be done. Like that was yeah. cool. You've had 17 yellows and 13 laps. Um, was very adamant in the driver's meeting not to drive through the piles of tires in the infield, and they proceeded to do that multiple times. It's almost like these kids just don't look where they're going, which they are kids, so I got to remember that. They, they are between the ages of like five and seven. Five and seven, but so yeah. Some of those kids just drive right straight into the pile of tires. Like it <laughs> like it doesn't exist. Like well, it's did, not even there. You did try something new, though. You tried, so it, typically it's just like, um, 
the outer sidewall carcass yeah, I cut of up, like shitty tires. I cut up a bunch of my own race car tires instead of paying to get rid of them. I cut them like four inches tall, five of them, bolted them all together so that it's a cluster. And it's just high enough that like you can't drive over it, but it's not too tall where it impedes vision. Well, they, they're, they're getting beat up and they get flopped around. So we came up with the idea this week of putting heavy tires, like a one truck tire. A monster trunk tire on there. <laughs> uh, one little buddy still, fucking smoked it. It's still short with this one tractor tire that's a lot heavier than the truck tires. And I put that one in the center of one and two because that's where they hit it the most. And I think it was Carter Riker. He hit that thing and it fucking stopped him dead in his tracks. <laughs> <All right. laughs> well, you know what he didn't do the rest of the night again? Hit the tire fucking pile. That. Yeah. So. <laughs> we were talking about maybe filling them with cement. Yeah. Um, well, and, uh, you would have thought that they were. I said that yeah. in the driver's meeting because it's so frustrating. Um, they just keep trying to smash tires out of the way and get lower and lower and lower, which the problem is the dirt, it, like it washes down the banking with all the rain we've had. Well, that's not like, it's like sand. So yeah, it, like, kicks not, in, it like kicks shit into that set, the true two groove. And then the two groove is just shit. Like you get out there and you like spin out immediately. So it looked deceiving. It looked like the tires were in the middle of the racetrack, but I'm like, you guys got to stay out of the bottom. Like, that's not the racetrack. I don't want you running there. And I said, if Eddie and Bill would let me fill those tires with cement, I would. So it destroyed your go-kart every time you hit it. <laughs> he did uh, actually say that to these small children yes, in the driver's yeah, meeting. Yeah, um, did you, know, you know, sometimes you really just got to get that, get it in their head. And you know? other than the box stock class, which is the little kids, the youngest class that actually races, every other class was pretty good i think majority of them went caution free uh, i yelled at the senior champs told them that they got to learn that if you're racing for seventh on back it doesn't matter yeah what it do does mean? not matter it, quit wrecking each other for eighth it uh <laughs> it, it really was telling because we it took so long to do the first race that charlie and i are just going full stand-up comedy routine <laughs> and yeah, we weren't even then, talking about racing oh, it was pretty it was you guys, are, you guys are usually pretty had. quick to mail it in. Yeah. Well, oh my God. After the fourth well, after yellow on lap two, like, like fifth yellow we like, been okay. two laps in. So yeah. then every time like the, the yellow would come out, we'd be like, oh, and that cart goes around over there in turn three. Hey, so. So uh, cruise ships. Am yeah, I right? cruise yeah. ships. Yeah. <laughs> what about people, those? Those? people that go on those cruise ships? Huh? We could probably do without them. Um, <laughs> Just ripping off Bill Burr. Yeah, yes. it was Correct. pretty much yeah. that. Um, and then, I, then I ripped off Burt Kreischer after that. I went to Russian class for like six minutes. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. great. It was a whole thing. And then we... Next time you should rip off Tom Segura and have uh, start playing videos, uh, Horrible or Funny or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, we... Or horrible or Hilarious. We, we went... Uh, Instagram live, which if you don't follow us over on Instagram at Black Flag Pod uh, or podcast, is it over there? It's at Black know. Flag Pod. Um, yeah. So follow us over there. And every once in a while on a Friday, we're just going to go live and we're just going to announce straight into the the uh, interwebs, I guess. And uh, we even had a, a camera woman over there in turn four recording. Oh, um, yeah, Julie. Yeah, making it so that you could actually kind of see what we were talking about. Yeah, um, she, but, she, uh, she had the, uh, well, again, we had couple two tree yellows there in between sprinkled so uh it would it would periodically go from the the track to what we were talking about to uh well my my baby uh and then uh then back and forth so yeah it was uh definitely a, a two for one special there but uh go-karts all in all not terrible right no i think it was a good night we were done by 9 40 which is good that's one of my goals is to be done by we start at 7 15 if we're done by 9 45 that's two and a half hours seven classes there's no reason why it should take longer than that Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Tracy, MVP of the entire property, uh, has the next race ready to rip before the checkered flag is even out. Usually, so uh, yeah, it does. It does go off pretty quick if there's not a ton of yellows. But uh, 
the little buddies made up for that in the beginning portion, like we said, and then they uh, actually got parked and then sat in the tech area the entire evening and then came back out for their last like nine laps. Or you're never going to believe it, but they went caution free. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So it was a good night. Like I said, Saturday, I, uh, I think I just played with my putt all day. I didn't really do much on Saturday, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, shake it. Uh, Three like times. Polar, What's like the how's that? Isn't picture. it a Green Day song or something? Or uh, Blink One Eighty Two? It's like shake it three times and now you're playing with yourself or something. <laughs> well, that is just a fact. I believe yeah. but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just uh, a Tuesday, yeah, Saturday. I don't think I, I, I did much. On I Saturday. didn't do much in terms no. of race carring on Saturday. Um, I mean, I did watch the modified race and I did watch a good chunk of the Xfinity Series race from Darlington, but. Uh, I woke up wicked early uh, and went up to my land. Thank you to uh, Ryan Jackson, Scott with 1T Fowler for coming up and helping. Uh, it's been a long time since that much work has been done up there, probably probably looking at over a decade. Uh, went over to Wyndham Rental, rented a, rented a bush hog. Did I was more wondering fucking, why, when you were following me to the uh, go-kart track, I'm like, is Brad doing track prep? Is that he's got a fucking rototiller yeah. in the bed yeah. of the pickup. Well, it fucking, it drives eerily similar to a snowblower. And, uh, That's what for, I thought For it anyone was. that hasn't heard of the land that I've talked about, well, I inherited it from my grandfather. Well, he used to, he was retired, so he'd go up there all the time and just like grade the road, fix the road. Cause it's built on a fucking mountain and it literally, the road literally goes straight up. Well, in the winter and the spring, when it, everything melts, it just washes all the sand down. So now it's literally just gullies that are like as tall as my shoulders with rocks just scattered through them. So you, you could get a four wheeler up there, but it would be aggressive. Well, now I have a two wheel fucking snowblower looking rig and I had to walk it. My the the guy that lives down at the bottom of the hill has a trail that goes all the way around his house, like cuts through the woods, eventually gets onto the road, and then there's a path. You kind of have to do a fucking big swooping like left hander turn onto the road, and then do a swooping right hander, and then you eventually get up to the land. Well, you couldn't even see like where to drive through to get to the land, but it used to be a field. It's just been grown in for the last eight years. Um, since my grandfather passed away. So I, I was just like, man, I got to get something fucking equipment rental wise and just go up there. So I called him on Friday, picked it up on Friday, went up there, did a shit ton of work. And, uh, the neighbor was lucky, uh, or nice enough to, uh, let Ryan borrow his four wheeler and ride up there. And we, we just got a shit ton done in like three, four hours, but I was dog fucking tired. And then, um, Amanda, uh, well, Ashley Crowley, she, uh, her boyfriend's family has a, a house up in Maine. So we, uh, Went over to Brownfield and uh, kind of relaxed, I guess. But uh, I was so tired that I was ready to just melt into the bed. I mean, I had a great time over there for sure. Would definitely do that again. But like, it was like I'm still fucking sore, and it's like three days later. Uh, walking that thing, like pushing it, like it, it has wheels that move, right? Well, there's no flat ground at all that you're like. Even there's like humps, there's stumps, there's shit you're fucking like ramming into. So. Yeah, it was a fucking workout and a half, and I uh, haven't been to the gym since, and that's probably why, because uh, my shoulders are fucking killing me. But yeah. yeah, I spent all day Saturday still fixing my uh, my 350 Super. I think it's about ready. A couple little loose ends to fix up on probably Wednesday night. I'll have that ready. We go to Waterford this weekend with that thing, so I haven't raced. The last time I was in that car, I tried to exit the facility through the concrete at Wiscasset. Which is exactly where we were on Sunday. Mm. That was, and nobody tried to exit the facility through the concrete, I don't think. No, there was uh, a lot of fuck-fuck games in the heat races, and the, especially the Concies. Um But uh, no, we went up to the old uh, Weiss Cassette Super Raceplex for the old Boss Hog 150, uh, where they started off the heat number one, or maybe number two. Yeah, heat uh, number one was relatively clean. Josh St. Clair dominated that one. Um, and heat number two, 
Boss uh, Hog himself. Uh, lost the roof and the windshield. Yeah. he uh, <laughs> the, the green flag was out, and he did not go. And um, in a race where they were sending cars home, you can imagine the field was ready to go because the green flag was out. And he got run over, I think, by Kelly Moore, turned around. Charlie Buxton had nowhere to go. And yeah. Charlie climbed up over his like right side nerf bar, and it quite literally peeled the roof off the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Chuck's right front tire was like where the passenger would sit typically it, so that the, was the, tough. the picture that you posted looked horrific <laughs> it did look horrific and it wasn't that bad yeah, of a wreck yeah. and that was kind of why i posted it. i was like this looks bad but it's it's not yeah. it literally cosmetic yeah, yeah. damage w- was cassid is good for stuff uh l- at least looking gnarly when shit hits uh bob your plane crash is a good example of that but uh uh, yeah, no, other than that, it wasn't too crazy, uh, for the heat races, but, uh, come Concy time, there was a, uh, was it the second Concy that Calvert and, uh, so the first Brett one, Husband. the first one was Matt Beers and Brian, oh, that's right. I think it was Brian Lancaster is this guy's name. Um, Matt had a bad draw in this heat race, spun, uh, Daniel Harding, got put to the back for it and then was passing Daniel Harding and Harding just did a, I turned now in the middle of the straightaway and spun Matt out on the last lap. So he had to start at the lap in the back of the Concy. And he gets to second by Lancaster. They're taking three, I believe. And I still don't even quite understand how this happened. Lancaster was such on the defense that he like like two-footed the brake in the middle of the straightaway and turned down to protect the bottom. And in the meantime, drove right in the back of the 11 and spun him out. Um, which they do have the like tap on the roof deal. If you fuck up, that guy gets a spot back, which is all well and good. Other than like three minutes after the wreck, Sean Knight uh, hit fucking Matty Beers wide open and ripped the rear end out of Matty's car. Yeah, it, it was about a six to nine business days after the wreck that didn't happen. Fact happen. There was yeah. a couple, two, three cars that went in there. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was watching this one on Race in America. So Matty ended up getting in the race anyway, but the thing was not uh, very good after he wrecked it. Uh, and then there was the second one, was the one you were referring to, Charlie. Uh, I believe it was Brett Osmond was in the 29. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly who was in that because Osmond's usually the 05 or the 50 or whatever, yeah, but, but it I think somebody it's, else's car yeah, maybe. Yeah, somebody else's pro stock. Um, and Nick Calvert, right? Was it Nick was yeah, involved? Oh yeah. Spun, yeah, yeah. spun him out. And if I'm Osmond, sit and draw yellow so that at least Calvert gets penalized, but Osmond does the sportsman-like thing, I guess, and fires up and keeps it going, doesn't draw the yellow. Well, with about three to go, his pace... Uh, drastically decreased and it's like oh here we go (laughs) something's gonna happen and all he did was just get down in front of calvert and basically slow him down calvert wouldn't even try to pass him to the point where dalton gagnon almost passed him to get into the race but uh, nothing really came of that 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 was exciting because i didn't want to see any of those cars really tore up but i was just like oh he's gonna block the piss out of him and nick wasn't even getting close like my my words to charlie and nick brown and megan i was like oh this is gonna get spicy (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) Uh, no, it definitely, uh, definitely got all of our attention where uh, we had made the trek up uh, so that I could spot for uh, Russell himself in the black and orange 44 there where uh, first couple practices, he was just on scuffs and you know, just trying to dial the car in a little bit. He put stickers on for the third practice, which uh, I think a few other people did too. He was top 10 on the charts there. So I was like, all right, just fucking don't, don't fuck with it. Don't fuck with it, Russell. Uh, and he went out there, finished fifth in his heat i think and uh got him in the show they're taking six out of the heats three out of the concies and then i think maybe a provisional or two at the end but uh started 19th and uh car just fell on its face uh after that uh he was kind of floating around 19th to 22nd ish back and forth between those three spots and made a couple pit stops and uh just wasn't a great day uh that's all right uh i know that russell works his balls off on that thing a lot so 
Um, he'll get it. I know that he's capable. He did it at Beechridge, and he's done it elsewhere too. So he'll figure it out. I'm it, sure. But. His roof didn't get folded in half. Yeah, so he he's... still has the roof attached to the motor vehicle. So that is mm-hmm. uh, that is a plus compared to some that uh, left the facility that day. But yeah, he, he didn't uh, flip. Speaking of leaving the facility, Ooh. yeah. Was yeah. Cassidy gets such a rep of being like such a rough racetrack that the amount of times I heard, oh, this is going to be a fucking wreck fest, a shit show. Was three cautions and 150 laps. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. It really wasn't. I I, I expected a long green run at some point. Um, I didn't think it was going to be that big of a run though. Um, it was kind of looking like the Mike Hopkins show for a little bit there. Cookie kind of Max Cookson let him just kind of go around him, and Hopkins was up front just kind of clicking laps off, and then he never let Hopkins get by him. Josh St. Clair. Oh, led, that's yeah. You, led like yeah, the that's first. Probably thirty-five or forty laps, and then on the and then he got yeah. And then Max drove around him. Then they had a caution. I think the first two cautions were you could tell guys got antsy because the leaders were coming. Uh, I know definitely the first one. Joey Pastore was trying to get around Daniel Harding, and what I've learned is trying to get around Daniel Harding it was Cassidy's difficult because nobody can seem to do it. Um, so he gets turned around. A couple other cars get collected. Um, uh, and on the restart, uh, Saint Clair actually drove back around Max and led. For a few laps, and then Max got him, and then Josh started to fade, and that's when Hopkins turned it on. He uh, he came from probably mid-pack starting position. He looked like he had the best car in the middle stages of the run. And, uh, I don't know if they had another car. They did have another caution at some point, but I don't remember why. But um, them two started to race for it, and and uh, Hopkins got underneath Max and was almost by him, and Max just got up on the wheel and drove back around him and then drove off and and uh, pulled away at the end to pick up the win, $10,000 paycheck. He's gotten... Uh, two of those in the past seven days so plus some lap money from the boss hog too whatever however many laps he yeah led, i don't so. know yeah i think that, that those are I'd, 50 bucks a lap but I'd, i do know josh st Clair got lap 69 nice 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 who got 169 out of the 250 kurt gary yeah all right well i can deal with that yeah no the the boss hog was a great race though uh, yeah. i was watching i watched the whole thing uh, like i mentioned uh had actually it was pretty cool got home from work yesterday actually i, I was watching on Racing America at work, and then I left work, and I was watching on my way home, and then I got home, and then I was fist-fucking one of the TVs trying to get it ready because the the Roku that I have has flow, and I was like, oh, this Fire Stick has Racing America. I'll get both of them ripping. Well, couldn't find this, the remote for the TV, so I'm fucking running around, and I'm like, I'm going to miss the fucking concies if I don't just fire this thing up. So I just fired it up on my laptop, ended up watching... Um, from pretty much, I think the only things I really missed, I, I think I missed a good chunk of the actual Nemas uh, while I was driving. That a was such bit a it. great race. Uh, eight started, three finished, third place was two laps down. <laughs> Glad I missed it then. Uh, uh, it was tough. I was getting a little nervous when I was fifth fucking the TV that I was going to end up uh, missing missing the Concies. Uh, I'm glad I missed that one, I guess. But uh, fired yeah. it up, watched all the Concies, watched the whole race. But it, it was really entertaining because for a while it did look like it was josh st Clair's race to lose and then for like even before the middle stages like mike mike was carving him up yeah and it was like damn like he is fucking coming up through the field and all of a sudden he's fourth and you're like holy shit and then he's second you're like damn mike's gonna win this race but you can never count out cookson um and him at the end they they put on such a good show uh i mean josh was right in striking distance of them two got together so they never did side by side for the lead for 10, 12, 15 laps, whatever it was, and never made contact once. And um, the car that came on the strongest at the end um, that nobody was really even paying attention to until it was the race was over was Ryan Kuhn. I mean, he came out of nowhere, and he was carving him up at the end, just ran out of time and was 
too far behind those guys to catch him, I think, to do anything. But I think he definitely had the fastest car at the end of the race. And I was going to say, maybe a close second was Angelo Belsito. Yeah, he was, he was coming. And too. even Austin Terrace, you know, I was kind of paying attention to Austin, but he just never got any track position and pitted. So the problem with him is when his car came to life, it was from, he drove from like 15th to 7th, you know, which is, you just can't make up that kind of ground at the end of a race. But there's very few people, I think, that you, you watch get behind the wheel of a vehicle, like, extremely periodically right like not weekly not past not granite state just like here and there randomly yeah angelo belsito just shows up and is good in whatever car whenever nothing will ever top the turkey derby we went to when we're like oh he's here and he's fucking good yeah and he damn near fucking won the race and yeah. he finished second to jimmy didn't yeah. he yeah he was in the top three for sure yeah i mean fuck and and he hadn't run more than a, a handful of modified races ever and he was at wall which seems like a pretty fucking gnarly racetrack yes, so very difficult yeah he uh yeah he just shows up and he's good and he's on the uh, entry list for this coming week at uh, lee so oh. looking forward to that but the yeah. uh, NEMA lights were there. They had a they had a good field of cars. They always do. It was a sixty lap race, which I'm like, holy shit! I didn't think those things could go that long. <laughs> and uh, our pals over at home track, uh, one of their cars, Danny Cugini, he was leading, and then it broke under yellow. I guess I don't I didn't see what happened, but he looked like to be the dominant car early. And then uh, one of the tires turned in the front, and the other one didn't. And that uh, you can't drive your race car when only one tire turns. Mm. And I think the kid that won that race was named Dylan Kutu. And he, it stands out to me. I don't know if anyone remembers, but there was a Nima midget earlier this summer that quite literally struck the pit opening at mm. Hudson. Yep. And uh, that was him. He broke his back, had to build a brand new car. Said he broke his sternum. Yeah. Too, which I can't imagine that feels. Or maybe great. that was it. Maybe it wasn't his back, or yeah. maybe it was both. I don't know. But uh, it was a vertebrae and a broken sternum. Yeah, like, I was like that sounds oh. awful. Yeah, one yeah. one does not hit a pit opening. I mean, then there's a video of it somewhere um, on Instagram, and the thing hits and just sticks. Like it doesn't yeah. bounce. Does nothing dissipates the impact. Like it was a gnarly fucking hit. So good to see him get the uh, get a win. Um, street stonks were there. Healthy field of those. I think there was twenty five or thirty of them. And Josh St. Clair and Jordan Russell put on an absolute show, just three wide, ripping the top, like they were in a like NASCAR Thunder fucking they had it on rookie level. Like it was they were putting on a show and they get to the lead. Josh is on the outside of some somebody, something Harriman, I think, number twenty. Dude, buddy. And Jordan gets to the inside of the guy and they're three wide and, and the guy didn't really give Jordan any room and uh, Jordan hit him, spun him out, cut his own right front down, and Jordan did the uh, the, the tappy tap on the roof that said, Yeah, I fucked up, you get your spot back. So good on Jordan being uh being a sportsman. You know, Charlie's like, I don't I don't know how I feel about that rule. And I said, I don't I don't like it. Fuck that other guy. Yeah. I don't care who it is. If I fucked up and spun you out now, well fuck that other guy, but I mean, uh, I, I joking, of course. Yeah, <laughs> nah, I don't know. I get it. I get the rule. I, I get the the theory behind it. I get the sportsmanship aspect of it. But uh, I've just I've never seen it anywhere else. Uh, so that's uh, just gives you something to think about. I guess I don't know. I, I've never seen a, a halftime rap performance at a racetrack anywhere. Oh else yeah, either, what was actually. it like? Fair. Jim, yeah. Jimbo Swag or something? What the hell was his <laughs> yeah. name? Yeah. Couldn't that was interesting. <laughs> it was Swaggy John or we'll something. Get, we'll get our pal Ken to give us the backstory on that happened. I don't know if somebody owed somebody a favor or. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that was. I mean, honestly, I was I was listening to it on on Racing America. I mean, they had it broadcasted to the world. I was like, man, this kid's getting this kid's gonna get a couple two three cents from Spotify off of this thing. This is yeah, not to go without 
saying the place was fucking packed yesterday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It 40, was, 41 super late models showed up to try and make the show. So. I, certainly that kid's biggest concert. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I parked in some guy's yard next to the racetrack. Like, we pull in, and, and there's, like, people those people just don't know where to go. But before I even got to the racetrack, I, like, scoped out, like, an open area. I was like, I'm not even going to fuck around. I'm just going to drive to that open area. I know I'm going to hang out after the race. So this guy's just waving me in. He literally parks me like next to his barn in his backyard. And yeah, when you get ready to leave, just go out right this way. I'm like, through your front yard? He's like, yeah, I don't give a shit. I'm like, well, <laughs> I said, listen, man, I'm, I'm going to be late after the race. All these cars here behind me will be gone. I'm not going to drive on your front lawn, <laughs> but appreciate the parking space, pal. No, we, uh, so Lindsay, Lindsay, the baby and I, we got there actually relatively early, uh, like 10, 1030, just because we knew that, you know, I was going to help Rusty and we, we needed to get there for practice and all that stuff. And we got there, like I said, 1030 ish practice started at practice started at 11. We were parked over by turn four. Yeah. The front stretch was already full of cars. There was campers lining the, the, the roadway there. Uh, there was a fuckload of people there. And, and like I said, practice had not even started yet. So um, that was really good to see. Wiscasset put on a hell of a program. Um, that being said, um, I am very, very incredibly super grateful that Vanessa Jordan called Rusty to confirm that he wanted his typical pit pad. Because I told Rusty that if he was down in the lower pit when I showed up, I was going to turn right the fuck back around and go home. Because <laughs> I was not hiking Mount Son of a Bitch fucking 11 times that day. Just to, I wasn't doing it. Mm, not going to fucking do it. But um, no, it was a great show. <laughs> it was a great show, uh, like I said, all together there. And um, It's a new uh, generation of yeah, kids. Can't, can, wasn't doing it. Can't put one foot in front of the other. I used to go uphill both it. ways in the fucking you snow. Still walk to school uphill <laughs> both ways. Grandpa, you're from Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah what is that a golden corral commercial or something know, something, something, like something fucked yeah. up uh, uh no it was, yeah. a, it was a great show though uh Wiscasset did a hell of a job it's one of those few places that every single time i go back there there is an improvement of some sort there is you know some some new structure going up or uh new pavement somewhere or it's something but uh you know that that whole team there they just do an incredible job of uh just keeping that facility up keeping it going and like bobby said the place was fucking packed i think i set um, a personal record that's the fourth time i've been to wiscasset this year mm. So, the drive doesn't get any shorter though if you no, no it doesn't and there's no it's it's wild and Lindsay and i were talking about this yesterday the drive to oxford is the same amount of time as it is the drive to wiscasset from this house but the drive to wiscasset seems like it's like four hours because there is not an easy good way to get there right. the easiest way to get there is usually a shit show on the way there because you can't go through you know downtown wiscasset because there's so much traffic so you end up going like i go up 295 i take the richmond exit yeah get off at the yeah. where the go-kart track is and take a right and, and then drive then to, to the river and then instead of taking a straight into the river you take a left and go over a big bridge and, and then yeah you're mm-hmm. then you end up in fucking some it's, dude's lawn and there's like a, a rope swing the woods or something and, yeah, and then yeah. A place called like dresden mills or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice nice little variety store there if you uh if you need a bag of chips and i don't know i presume pot or something like that but <laughs> dresden <laughs> yeah what a no one's ever lived in dresden I bet the residents of Dresden would beg to differ. Yeah, all 48 <laughs> of them. I'm probably going to need a word with you. Lived but. in Maine my whole life. Never have I ever heard anyone say anything about Dresden, Maine. It until exists. you just did. It exists. I promise it exists. It's, it's Dresden Mills, okay? Okay, sorry. I think there's actually two. I think there's both. I think there's a Dresden and a Dresden Mills. Could be. Might yeah. be. That Very seems, well could be. That seems incredibly unnecessary. Yeah, I just but, work here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have Portland and South Portland. 
That's well, well, that's because Portland was too big. It still is. Mm. So why wasn't I don't South, think it's big enough. Why isn't South the Portland, Portland and that be North Portland? Do you know there's places in Portland that have like secret bars? Yes. You ever been to Lincoln's? Yeah, that's the one everybody knows Great about. Great spot. I went on a date on Thursday. And this girl's, we, I met her at this place called like Blithen Burrows. Oh, girl? Good. Yeah. Blithen Burrows? I think. Do you have to play like Yu-Gi-Oh while you're getting know. a drink? Or? I don't know. She said, hey, I'm at the back of the restaurant by the bookshelf. Well, okay. Makes sense. Tiny little fucking Is that restaurant. how you got in? Was through the bookshelf? Let me tell the story. <laughs> so I walk into this place and, and like I've said on the show a million times before, like I love these fucking places that I know I do not fit in with anybody. Like I, this is not my speed. This is not my style. Can't wait to go. Like looked forward to it all day. Not a single person there knew what a super modified was. No. And I didn't even wear my Hoosier tires. <laughs> uh, so I walk in uh, this restaurant might seat 25 people max. And uh, I see the bookshelf and I don't see a girl sitting at a table by herself. So I'm like, Hmm. She's a Narnia, Bob. Fuck. All right. So I go back to the, uh, <laughs> so I go back to the hostess. I'm like, yeah, I, I know I saw the bookshelf. But I was like, I'll just ask if it's like another bookshelf. And the host is like, yeah, you just got to push on it. I'm like, oh, oh, it's a door. It's not an actual bookshelf. And bingo was his name. <laughs> and so I walk back through this restaurant and push on the door and it opens to a staircase where there's another bar. That huh. sat another 12 people or? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, perfect. Um, cool little place. And uh, yeah. Anyways. I've never been to any of these places. Is there but a I've second certainly, date coming, Bob? I, did, I don't know. I'm having a hard time getting past date number one with anyone lately. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> sorry. All right, Bob. <laughs> yeah, okay. Over that's, why I'm just, that's why I just want Brad's girlfriend now instead. It's just easier. We, uh, that's a joke, by the way. Wait, what, what was he saying? Oh, I've never been to any of these like secret bars, right? The But I feel like I would never come back. I went in there. there there's one in. Um, you walk in and it just gets like chilly and it's snowing. Where did the uh, the Manchester Monarchs play? What was that arena called? Manchester, New Hampshire. Nope. Southern New Hampshire University fucking stadium or whatever it is. SNHU fucking arena, right? Um, so it's like just. Why did you ask us if you knew? Because I looked at him and as I was asking him, I remembered it. Um, so mm. yeah, sorry about that. But uh, yeah, no, right there on that strip, there's another one of those rigs where it's like you go like upstairs and you have to like. I don't know, do a squat, fucking turn around, take a <laughs> shot, fucking pull the fire alarm, and then there's like a... You do the hokey pokey wall. and you turn yourself <laughs> you around. It, yeah. If you just uh, pop, lock, and drop it, your world <laughs> opens up immensely. And, and it's one of them rig deals. Like you said, I think I think it might literally be a bookcase like comes out of the wall and there's like a little sick little hidden spot up there. I forget what it's called. there's some moose on the sick. wall and it fucking moves at you every 30 minutes. It was like, a, it was like a whiskey bar, <laughs> but yeah, that place is pretty sick too. Are you talking about bugaboo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bugaboo crack. What, what do you think of happened to that moose um, uh, whose living room is that they, they gave it fake tits and a kilt and it worked it tilted kilt and tilted kilt moved in there can you imagine having that thing on your wall in your living room just no. going off like every fucking 15 minutes no. just constant gunshots when you shoot it in the fucking head again <laughs> uh, oh that place was gross nah uh, well boy did i de- derail what we were talking about no, that was that was perfect. We needed a little bubble yeah, crack plug. No free ads, <laughs> but uh, they don't they don't exist anymore. So <laughs> go karts to Wiscasset to Bob's first date to Moose's ass. My first it's, date ever. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats on that. Nice, Bob. Uh, yeah. Girls are kind of rad. <laughs>
Well said. Uh, <laughs> right, you are. Ken. We we do have we do have quite a lot to uh, talk about. Other race car race carring. Um, yeah, they wrecked a lot of shit at Thunder Road on Sunday, huh? Yeah, I, I saw um, uh, a, a latte model do a, an upside down. Couple of them. Yes. Yeah. One not was, recommended. One was Jason Gammon, and I believe was a. I don't know if it was a Concy or not because I I I guess I tuned out and maybe that was still when I was on my drive home watching Racing America. I wouldn't have known it happened other than you told me. Not that you recommend watching TV while driving, right? No, I wasn't doing that. I was just... I, you were I, watching your cell phone. It's I, way different. I had my, I had my, <laughs> <laughs> I had my Tacoma on, on uh, auto drive. Um, but uh, just it, make sure you don't, uh, you know, have the Tacoma. I actually, put you in a coma. I actually literally, I saw that from going on Facebook, like as I was walking out and seeing that uh, Adam Lovejoy had posted something about slamming gammons on his lid at Thunder Road, and I was like, oh fuck, that was three minutes ago. I got to jump on flow, and I jumped on flow and saw the replays happening. So. <laughs> That's when I got the replays. I think I yeah I texted Bob and I was just like, it's difficult to uh, to, to crop replays when you're driving down the road. <laughs> Why would Which I did no. I was just not that you driving specific, with, not that that was specific to any situation you were in. Right? Yeah, no. There was someone else. That was <laughs> he was just generally and, speaking. Yeah, that yeah. guy. Like, I just assumed that it would be like um, like maybe <laughs> if, even if they had like a podcast Facebook account. Yeah, just. For example, right, right, yeah, it's definitely just nothing that I've ever encountered, but I, be- no. I believe it would be difficult. Nor would so, you ever, right, put yourself no. in that situation, no. right? No. no, never. Yeah, so, that makes sense. So I get home and I, I, I flip the flow on, right, and th- that's what I don't understand about the, um, that the video was that I'm almost positive Derek Luchaki won his heat race because I watched a couple minutes of the heat races while I was still at work, and then I turned it off. I look at this video; he's getting junked by gammon i guess and gammon's just see hepatitis seeing you later and ends up on his lid and i'm like why was derek even in this race because i think that was a concy so i still don't really know why but derek wasn't in the actual field yesterday for the act race which is i would assume not good for points but yeah you do have to contrary to popular belief to get the most amount of points on a race event you have to actually race the event i actually i i do need to look on race (laughs) monitor for the uh that can't be right (laughs) (laughs) no it's not that i need to uh i I need to definitely look on race monitor to see if that was hey by the way we're coming to you live from the solero commerce compound as we have for every single episode of the black flag podcast if you're ever looking for a second opinion on your current merchant service provider get a hold of evan orvath of solero commerce whether you have a multi-million dollar online store or a credit card machine for your local liquor store counter solero commerce has all the ways to make sure you get your money safely Per usual, we also want to shout out some of the OG pals of the show for their continued support. AnyRacingNews.com, The Graphics Coop, Daniel Eugene Photography, Lee USA Speedway, and Hudson Speedway. Now back to your regularly scheduled stupidity. What actually happened? Because I looked like numerous times, but I was falling asleep, right? Because I was Not just while fucking do- no. <laughs> while I was back at the, I was back at the house while like the Nema midgets were going 142 laps before the Boss Hog. I'm watching that, and then the fucking whatever's going on. I literally fell asleep for like 10 minutes, and I woke up, and I was just like. Oh. It's fucking like it has to be tomorrow because I knew if I <laughs> fell asleep, I was gonna sleep until fucking tomorrow, like thousand percent. I was literally like, I'd be full conversation with Amanda, like literally like fighting to keep my eyes open, like one of those deals where you like blink and it's like hard for your eyes to open back up. So like I was full blown, just like Rick Rudd, taped eyes watching both these races yesterday, <laughs> and I looked like a thousand times, and I'm like, where is Derek? Like he's 
not up front. I know this is not one of his favorite racetracks, but I was like, he must still be like between 10th and 20th. Um, and I looked like a thousand times didn't see him. So um, I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he was in the race. I don't think so. But uh, I was wondering why he was even in that race that ended up, uh, obviously, Jason. I don't know if he just clipped the apron or what would he, he did. Would he not have had a provisional of some sort for... And I would assume so. Do that? I don't know how that works. <clears throat> I mean, he probably got wrecked. Him and Jason got together off of four... Um, don't really know who was at fault, but it ended up he got right hooked or right rear hooked by Gammon, and then Gammon hit the wall and flipped. I assume Derek probably hit the wall too, but it was certainly not Derek's fault because Derek gave him like a half a car length worth, worth of room, and I'm not really sure what Jason Gammon was doing, but he uh, got into the back of him, spun him out, and yeah, yeah, according to at least race monitor, he wasn't in the field. So, all right, sure he, he was on there, the bottom, but... right? He wasn't even. Yeah, Derek was on the top. Yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah. yeah. So Jason just got into him, and then went straight into the wall kind of look kind of a lazy flip and i'm like damn you don't really see you know late models flip that often there right so now while i'm rick rudding it watching the rest of the race i'm cheering for Jaden perry a good friend of uh i was gonna say of the program i don't know if that's necessarily the case but uh just talk to him at- i wouldn't know him if he barrel rolled out into the pit opening it <laughs> nothing specific just press the the bookshelf um no so i i'm watching the race though and he was running really well he he i think qualified in in his heat race so he obviously was in the field he started like fourth and he's running pretty good um it slipped back a little bit during my 10 minute siesta then he, he goes down pit road, whatever, comes back out. He's obviously in the back of the pack. And you just see like a car kind of spin out going into turn turn one. And you're like, huh, like, okay. Like, well, the rest of the cars certainly should watch out for that one because he's now parked sideways, door facing everyone else. So they all come, a couple, another car comes fucking sliding through. And then all of a sudden you just see a white car ramp up and then just flip and then flip and then catch the tires and flip again and land on all four wheels. And I'm like, oh no, Jaden, no. Amanda's like, are you okay? Because she was like, actually, she was taking her 10-minute siesta, woke her right up, and I'm like, no, fuck. And she's like, what? And I'm like, what do you mean, what? And she looks up <laughs> and she's I like... I assume was not the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, and, and she's just like, did he flip? I'm like, no, the fucking windshield's blown out of it. <laughs> no, no, he actually popper, got popper if it's broken. No, he, he actually unbuckled, got out of the car, took the windshield out, and then flipped the car over, then got back in. I hit a dog. <laughs> but I brought it back with a full tank of gas. <laughs> Bought the insurance. Yeah, so I'm like, fuck it, dude. I'm like actually like upset because like i i know how hard like he'd made he, it is just for him to get to the racetrack and he's pumped because he was at oxford last week we were talking to him for or i was talking to him forever bob was there but he was talking to sierra harris and uh so he was like yeah i'm not really a big fan of oxford but you know god i can't wait to get that thing to thunder road and i'm like fucking right dude so i'm watching and i'm like ah he's he's fucking out there digging right now he is flying and then all of a sudden he had left the ball he was flying was like damn it <laughs> Ah, uh, and so that's a that was a bummer, but uh, that was definitely the that was like a fifty fifty to double kickflip. Yeah, like, probably wins gold at X Games best trick, but uh, unfortunately he was late modeling at yeah. the road. Yeah, not, not Tony Hawking in the X Games doesn't quite convert to late models. Yeah, I'm not a thousand percent yeah, sure that, that gold medal is worth a race car. You should not kickflip your race car. Give me one good reason. Uh, it was on Flow <laughs> Racing yesterday. <laughs> that's a great reason. <laughs> How about you? Just bring the super to Lee and try it yourself and see what happens. I, I tried that <laughs> once with the, the sports donk and it, it, it hurts. Promise. Yeah, I, <laughs> I would assume so. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the, that race, uh, I, I love watching late models at, at Thunder. Road. It's so, 
entertaining to watch. Obviously, most of the time the bottom is dominant, but there's there's a couple cars or a couple nights where the the top is preferred, and it is fucking fun to watch them just try to like get, build the momentum lap after lap, and then finally just start ripping past people on the top. Um, so that was a fun race to watch for sure. I had that on, obviously, like I said, during the Boss Hog. So uh, Bobby Therrien, the bad boy, picked up the win over Marcel Gravel and Caden Fisher. Chris Pelkey uh, and Tanner Woodard round out the top five. A couple friends of the program. I spun um, that guy out at Oxford once. Which one? Bobby, Bobby. Therrien. Yeah. Never got, never got to tell him sorry. I, don't, I wouldn't even know what he looked like. I'm not a thousand percent sure, but I'm pretty sure that there's a Bobby Therrien sticker on the wall behind Charlie somewhere. Could That's be a wrong. possibility, yeah. There's a, there's a picture. I know that there's a sticker somewhere over there. I see Fence Line Films, Ringel Wheelman. Weeder Nation. Uh, we're going to go with a strong maybe. Okay. All right. Well, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry I spun you out at Oxford 10 years ago. Well, he won yesterday, so I'm sure he's not too worried about that. That's but. probably the first thing that was on his mind. <clears throat> One thing that I did actually want to bring up. This probably is, the only uh, thing he thinks about all the time. <laughs> yeah. this, this was pretty cool from... Uh, Other guy with the same name as me and same initial spun me out. The, the Street Stonks. Uh, which are four bangers, but they're street stonks to this guy because he fucking has been racing for seven. This is courtesy of the Inside Groove. Nick Mumley, great, great friend of the program. Mom Neckley. Actually a Patreon pal. This so, truck race, it needs to be turned off. It is so distracting because they keep crashing every fucking four laps. Yeah, the this truck is like, series. Well, it's the truck series. It's the box.go-karts yeah. karts of NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's the, Ox, the Arca series. Uh, yeah, that is. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, this, is, this is blue plate. I'm just going to like put my hand like here so i can't see the truck race <laughs> the uh the inside groove posted yesterday uh seven years of racing never a win never a podium or even a top 10 until today tom peck went out there and won the race yesterday never a top 10 and they get like fucking 30 of them things so that's probably not that hard to not get a top 10 but in seven years maybe but goes out there and fucking wins the thing this, so, this is a what kind of vehicle it's a street stock so a bang like banger, bang banger, like the, the, the nice. Oh, uh, they yeah. say they sound a lot. It sounds a lot better when you just say street stuff. The nice Cavalier and Mustangs, though they're like pristine. Like I've never seen so many nice Chevy Cavaliers in one like location. They're not all rotted right. and clapped out. And, okay, do they right. go? Or do they go? Vroom, 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 vroom. <laughs> <laughs> the latter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they are more stock was to the street I, than it was a street generalized stock, question in which I needed the information from. <laughs> that was a great sound, and it brought back horrifying memories. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, but congrats to uh, Tom for picking up a win. That That's actually fucking impressive. To never have a top 10 to go out there and win on probably, well, one of the biggest late model days of uh, the year at Thunder Road. That was, that's I'm sure that was uh, even more special. So mm. Good for him. Good um, for that guy. Yeah. We love a bang banger. Uh, street stock. Street, street stock. banger. Street, no, bang stalker. Street, street. <laughs> No, she yeah, uh, bang stalker. <laughs> she bang, she bang, <laughs> bang stalker. Oh, I've had some of those in my day. Oh, Jesus, I don't think he had anything to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, should we get into some Patreon questions? Yes. Probably Adam. Okay, Patreon, pa- Patreon. Uh, before too. before we do that though, we should probably bring up that today's show is brought to you by 
Lee USA Speedway. New Hampshire Center for Speed. Do they even call it that anymore? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. It was that when I was a child. So yeah, Lee USA Speedway, New Hampshire Center for Speed. Uh, going to be a two day back to back weekend. Saturday uh, is going to be championship night for all of the weekly automobiles that race there. It's going to be the Black Flag Podcast, Ridge Runners, your O'Reilly Auto Parts, Six Shooters, the Rodfather Pro Stocks as well too. Their Open Pro Stock Division. Uh, pretty healthy uh, card on tap for Saturday. Followed by a Sunday uh, showing of the granite snake pro stock series we're uh gonna see some more pro stock action over there and uh we're gonna have some merch over at the uh i guess the merchandise area for the racetrack so not only will you be able to buy a leo sa speedway t-shirt but you'll also very incredibly right next to it be able to buy a black flag podcast t-shirt and do that um, and buy, do buy that shit please please uh, we have uh, we have families to feed. We have a lot of <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, going to be all sorts of shit on tap there. Uh, I'll be back on the mic uh, with Randy Wheelock in the tower there. So rest in peace uh, to your voice if they do time trials. Y- yeah, I'm sure yeah. they will. So. I don't know. That was kind of fun. Uh, oh, I, th- I bet. Yeah, I think Granite State has their you own announcing. Great the next day. No, I nope. I sounded like a deep throated cactus that next day, but. Mm. Um, uh, don't recommend that at all. But I, I think Marco. I, the cact- I think the cactus enjoyed it. If it's it. Granite State, I assume Marco's going to be there, right? I hope so. Oh, you got to yeah. weasel your way into the booth for that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, I might you, just be there anyway. Yeah, but, you absolutely <laughs> should. Like, can I like? Can I help you? <laughs> uh, I just want to shake your. You hand, just walk over it. and just sit on his lap. Um, yeah. So <laughs> it's uh, it's not that uh, <laughs> on my lap. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Charlie Sanborn. Uh, yeah, Marco is a national treasure. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, but like I said... Ooh. Oh, my God. That was the most impressive <laughs> thing I've ever seen in I an automobile in ever. No, what, oh, he, no, he didn't hit it. That was... Christian Eckes... Great for an audio program. We're he, watching, he just the, made the his truck, truck do a 90-degree turn <laughs> in like <laughs> one inch. It, if you run over the choose cone, it's like to the end of the longest line, and he was taking the top, but then he wanted the bottom and took the most aggressive turn of all time and missed it by literally an a, inch a you pube. can see a very very small sliver of uh pube yep yeah, a pubes yes. uh in between his truck and the cone so yeah. the, the, the cone that doesn't exist but it's the cone um uh, yeah but uh like we were talking about uh, a, a bunch of automobile racing on tap here at leo say speedway uh three eighths mile high bank racetrack uh operation pack the bar in full effect it's gonna be a two-day show like i said be there saturday be there sunday support the uh support the shit out of this it's gonna be a hell of a show uh like i said i'm in the booth the boys will be there it sounds like and uh well bobby's gonna be racing i think somewhere else but uh maybe we'll, we'll talk we'll about we, that we'll, at the end of the will show. we see you maybe one of the days bob uh no you won't okay well <laughs> bobby uh hates everyone is what it sounds like and bradley and i will be there <clears throat> Yeah, I'll be uh, definitely operation packing the bar on Sunday for the Basowski Properties 150. The Grand State Pro Stock Series rolls into town, like Charlie mentioned. $8,500 to win. Yes. Uh, I think think, uh, last I knew or checked, it's $600 just to start the race. Um, So uh, that's your tire bill for the most part. So show up. Do it. Gates open at 1130. Racing starts at 2. You got the uh, Rodfather Pro Stocks, Original Wheelman, Late Models, and MLM. Easy for me to say. MLM Diagnostic. Pure Stocks. Pure Stocks. Yeah, you get it. Yeah, do the sound again. Pure Stocks. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of which. Why aren't the six shooters there? I'm going to have to make uh, a call. There is nothing that helps uh, engine troubles more like uh, just banging it off the front (laughs) ship. One Uh, thing I never mentioned, I meant to mention on last week's show. Um... 
<coughs> Jesus Christ, clear it out, which is what he the vintage cars need to be doing. Uh, <laughs> so <coughs> last uh, Saturday at Oxford, the vintage cars were there and they were parked right next to the super modifieds. And I love, absolutely love the 20 people that all came up to me and said the exact same thing of, oh, they got you down by your favorite division. <laughs> like I couldn't even be mad about it. I was like, yeah, no, I earned this. Like I pissed off the racing gods. <laughs> For something, some reason, I'm in vintage car land. Those motherfuckers, man, 7.30 in the morning, Saturday morning, I'm hungover as fucking hungover as I've ever been. And these guys are just, it's like, first off, dude, it runs. It's it's 7.30 in the morning. You don't hit the track until like noon. And when you do hit the track, you don't even race. He was taking the car to go get groceries, Bob. Come on. And dad's like, well, geez, bud, you know, in the 60s, that's what you did when you got to the racetrack. You fired it up and tried to blow it up on the trailer before you got there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, it is the old timer uh, division for a reason. They are old timers. Fuck. Yeah, you were quite literally the last spot that was not dirt. Yeah, Jason yeah. called me on Friday and was like, where's your your hauler? I go, Wyndham, Maine. He just goes, fuck. I'm like, what? He's like, like I need to park you so I can park other people down here. I'm like, just leave my dad eight foot five inches wide and he'll fucking make something work. Like <laughs> the guy drives that truck and trailer like it's a fucking compact car. See a genie with it? Oh, it's brutal. Although I did notice a couple new dents on the trailer today. I'm like, ooh. ooh. <laughs> Maybe I did it the one week I drove it, but <laughs> Well, there's going to be a little bit more on the way to uh, Waterford this weekend, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> We're one year removed from that whole ordeal. <laughs> <laughs> Why would happen? Nothing really. <laughs> I wonder how that guy on the motorcycle is doing. Did he die? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, nothing really. I haven't watched Just the news since homicide. they invented COVID, so I have no uh, idea. It was suicide because he f- he was the one driving the bike with a flat tire. We had nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He kept yeah, looking back and wa- like seeing that it was completely flat, and then he would just yep, gas the yep. fucking thing up, and you're, we're like, oh, well, that's a decision. For kept sure. that thing <laughs> to the handlebar. That, that is a move. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's the right one. But something you very well could have done. So I've never it's had, a bold strategy, Cotton. I've never had something pass us so slowly making so much noise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it sounded yeah. like a Formula One car. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was pretty egregious. But uh, yeah. on to uh, Patreon questions. James Goodman says, uh, how many beers did Bobby drink out of Rusty's cooler and finally get to be a podium pal again? So congrats to James on being a podium pal. Who do, who do we got on I, podium pal? I drank two of my own, uh, gave one to Charlie and gave one to Rusty and then drank one of Rusty's because it was a Bud Light. And when you open a Bud Light and it doesn't like fizz at all or do the ksh, it's probably been in there for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm. Podium pals, we have any uh, only so- podium podium pals presented by only podium. Exactly, exactly. Oh, the that the guy chalk picks uh, cookie and Hopkins at uh, Muscasset. Yeah, mm. the mad mm. pup at uh, at uh, Stafford. Yeah, he did carve him up. Uh. Tyler Chapman at Stafford. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Travis Hydar one at Stafford. Um, yep, that all happened. All right, on to something else. Yeah, those guys. <laughs> uh, Brian Hahn asked, what in the ARCA breaks was that at Stafford in the street stonk race? Do they not have spotters? I'll um, give this guy the benefit of the doubt because that did look really bad. Oh, my God. And it was for yeah. sure 
six seconds in between a car spin and point of impact. But the dude's GoPro video, did you see that? Yes. That he, guy was yeah. just following the guy in front of him, and the guy in front of him swerved at the last minute, and he's like, oh, shit, car there. Oh, my God. If you see his GoPro video, so I feel really bad for this guy now because I hadn't seen it, and I saw it. I think I saw someone it? post about it Dan- on social media. Daniel Chuck, the fucking rental yeah. car. He won last week in the rental car, the rental car. And then deal. fucking totaled it this week. And I think it was Cindy Sterk was on backwards yeah, on the backstretch like just rolling in the groove and so i get home and i'm like fuck i I think i saw it on facebook and i'm like holy shit and so amanda had watched the whole thing and she's like you see that street saw crash and i was just like yeah i was like what the fuck was that and i was like was that guy all right like were both those the drivers all right because like that was a fucking hit and she's like yeah you know i i I did feel really bad for that guy That, that was super late but like he got out in his interview and they were like are you all right and he's just like yeah the only thing hurt is my ego and now i feel really bad that he felt that bad because the on the gopro video like I don't even blame him, him at all. There's he, nothing he could have done. He's mired in traffic, and they come off a two, and the yellow lights were on, but you're wide open off the two turn, and the two cars in front of him at the last second dart to the right and the left, and then it's just like, oh. Yeah, the yellow had just come out, and the car in front of him even like almost made the wrong decision. It like yeah, swings the back like end a wiggle around, and... like, which even like blocked the car even more, and then just darted to the right, and he had nowhere to go. And it's a just black car. Straight, yeah. like, blended in with... like It was the perfect storm of just shit. And yeah. It made that guy look terrible. It did, yeah. Uh, so, uh, short answer, no, they don't have spotters. Now, Slim chimes in and says, SK Modifieds and Late Models, the only two weekly divisions at Stafford with spotters. And uh, Brian Hunt says, interesting. You can tell Brian's not a Stafford local because this is an argument that those people have been having for years. Yeah, Brian yeah, very much lives in North Carolina, but he does watch the Stafford all the time. So. Yeah. Andy Sippy Byron, he says, the swamp in Oswego, never a bad time. Slim says, who's she? Andy says, that costs extra. Slim says, I got to roll quarters. I've never, I don't think I've ever been to the swamp. I believe it's a... Is that a bar? No, it's a group of people that camp at the Oswego Classic. I've met some of those dudes because the year I went out there, I met a guy who, uh, they always make their own t-shirts for every event. And he's like, oh, I still have my swamp t-shirt from the year after your grandfather crashed, which was in like 1985. And the, 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 the year t-shirts. the year after they made uh, their swamp t-shirts, they put a number thirteen with a clover upside down smashing in the fence on their uh, on their shirt. I'm like, oh, that's that's an honor. I love coming here. All I've ever done at this place is just wreck things. Yeah, we we got to talk on that real quick. Um, the modified race Ooh, was yeah. extraordinarily boring until it wasn't. <clears throat> until uh, Tommy Catalano and Justin Bontignor, once again, styrofoam making crashes look absolutely comical every time. that They fucking hit the wall and there was styrofoam blocks the size of refrigerators 40 feet in the air. Oh, yeah. It's hilarious it, it was, every time. It was fucking egregious. Um, and so th- there's been a lot of chatter, obviously. I feel like a lot of people are either on one side or the other. Um Watching it, it was very much, you know, obviously, you know, Tommy turns down, but I, I, the car is in Justin's lane and, and Tommy's not going to put himself in the third groove to go to give Justin to, to give the, him the spot. the spot. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's the way I saw it. It looked to me like Tommy cut his arc. He knew what he was doing. He knew Justin was down there and he knew Gary McDonald was 85 seconds off the pace in front of him. So there you go. You got your roadblock. Tommy cut his arc into one so that he was going to make the, ro- the, the, uh, the room and, that's just racing. That's a tactic. That's what you use. And Justin had two options. You either stand on the gas pedal and destroy everybody or lift and live to fight another day and, and destroys everybody. And I mean, the, the amount of people on the internet just, and there's no, like, there's no people that have the thought that I have where I was like, that's just hard racing that, you know, Justin zigged when he should have zagged, you know, Tommy knew what he was doing. That's just part of it. Like people are either like 
Justin Bonds, you know, it's the greatest thing ever. Fuck Tommy Catalano or vice versa. Like there's no, nobody's just looking at it from like the fairway. Right. Yeah. It was tough to see two friends of the program caught up in that, but another friend of the program, uh, all three have been on the show. Um, we we do not condone BFP on BFP Four. violence. Those, well, well, Beers was uh, ended up second, right? Because of that, oh, he, yeah. was, he was fourth. He was so all item. all four of those guys have been on our show before. Uh, between, so hey, if we just interview the entire uh, Wheel and Modified tour, um, they're all friends, and yeah. we win every week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ron still kind of pick up the win over Beers, but uh, yeah, no. I mean, Tommy had a really fast car, and Justin dominated the early portion of that race. And I mean, there was numerous times that Tommy had to run, would get down, you know, get get underneath him, and then you know back out. Smart Hartley and like like you said, live to fight another day. And, and someone was mentioning that uh, Justin did something like that to Tommy on the backstretch at some point. And I, I don't I don't really remember it because I wasn't paying that much of attention. But at the time, I guess. But Oswego is not a very conducive track to modified racing. Um, I've never really seen a great race there. But yeah, yeah big, I guess I'll talk about it just because I'm the only one that gives a shit about supers. But Sunday they had the classic Sunday. Jeffrey Battle beat out Jimmy Storis and Eddie Whitcomb in the 350 race. Good to see some. New Hampshire boys mop up out in uh, out in New York. There's uh, they don't really fucking like us out there. So why? Uh, I don't really know because we have been racing 350 supers for 35 years in New England, and they've been racing for four. And well, some of us were better than they were. I guess I don't know. I've been out there for two years because I fucking suck out there. So who am I to talk? But uh, in the big block race, heartbreak for Michael Barnes. He uh, for the second year in a row, leading with two to go, and runs out of fuel. Ooh. 200 lap super modified race. Dave Dan's are in up picking up the win. He's a wicked good shit. So good for him. I'm I'm sure he's probably still drunk. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, next like question. Uh, Brant Young is going to ask whose eyes were worse, Priest's this weekend or Brad's after quote allegedly smoking five joints last oh, week. Okay, Brant. Sorry, we don't smoke as much as you. Yeah. Sorry, Brant. <laughs> not going to outsmoke you, bud. Uh, yeah, we didn't live in Colorado. Um. Definitely Priest's. That was <laughs> a visual for yeah. sure. Um, Laugh that, like there's, comical. <laughs> there's no way that doesn't hurt. Well, oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. just would have to hurt. Yeah, it lo- <laughs> it looked like he was a super vi- like a villain in like a like a superhero movie. It, well, was, it was also funny because like y- you and I were kind of dogging on him a little bit for wearing his sunglasses in that one video, and then all of a sudden the sunglasses come off. And you're like, oh, yeah, all right. That kind of makes sense. We weren't really like dogging on, but we we're just like, ah, oh, sunglasses. That's you know, that's so kind of weird. It's a huh? move. Yeah, it's a that's move. because he looks like he got hit in the face with a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, definitely him. Yeah, I, the, I, I did come to the conclusion though that when I just get like into a level, a certain level of drunk, I just usually have a cigarette. And the difference was this year. There wasn't a cigarette handy, but I had just bought a hundred dollars worth of fucking marijuana, so I just grabbed a joint, and started smoking that, like it was a cigarette, and that's when shit really hit the fan. But uh-huh. uh, no, it wasn't. It probably wasn't five, but uh, we definitely chain smoked a couple of them. <laughs> yeah, and it was the end of my night. The dead end road. We'll uh, we'll just never do that ever again. My whole goal this weekend was to drink little as little as I can to still like enjoy myself, but not have as bad of Sunday scaries as I had last weekend. Mm. And uh, I succeeded. Yeah. Uh, Slim, Slim says, is the moon to blame for 50, 50 grinding, flipping and totaling of race cars or is all that as, or is all of that just a flex? <clears throat> it's a I, weird flex, but okay. Yeah. Uh, I think that's just racing at Thunder road. Yeah. I mean, it all, it, it, 
I think might have been a full moon yesterday. I know that the blue moon thing or whatever was it. I just thought that was a fucking beer, but apparently that's a real thing and it happened like Wednesday or something. The blue emu? Yeah. Yeah. For your, For your hurt feelings. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> blue waffle. Not I hope certainly, not. <laughs> it's certainly not that. Oh. Um, yeah, blue, no. Bluey the, the dog. Mm, nope. We're getting blues clues. <laughs> a little bit better visuals here, but. Sea dog blue pop. Portland sea dogs. <laughs> I was wondering what that button did. I really need to get a labeler and just put a label on everything so I know what Charlie it is. Charlie probably has six Sharpies in his pocket right now. You yeah, know, I have that, zero. That kind I know of, me too. That kind <laughs> unlike of, us. Unfortunately, that's that very of, unlike us, actually. Kind of ruins it for the rest of the time. Uh, oh, brother, this guy stinks! Okay, that's, that's a good, good one. one. <laughs> <laughs> Top. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, last one I think just come through the oh, waiver wire. Uh, Reed Reno thoughts on Max Cookson winning the Boss Hog? He fucking stinks. Yeah, he uh, yeah he's incredibly overrated. He is the absolute worst. <laughs> so Reed's dad Nick was going to try to race, and he said he had no brakes. I'm like, well, what do you need brakes for? I only use them to stop at the trailer. But so he didn't end up racing, and uh, he uh, he and his wife they took the golf cart over to the Cubby Hole, Glory Hole, whatever the fuck it was called, and uh, they bought me a T-shirt from there. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That place is a fucking gem. I, I got a cubby hole at some point. I thought it was closed when I, I got to the racetrack. I was considering stopping in. Um, they brought took, a record evening last night. Took a ride up myself, and I was like, I'll stop in. But I saw like a trench dug in front of it. I'm like, ah, oh, they must be closed for renovation. And Nick's like, oh, no, you got to go in through the back. Like, I didn't know there was a back. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> it's a barn. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, we... Uh, we're gonna have to probably just go there in the off season just see what it's like. I feel like there's probably no one up there. They're probably closed in the <laughs> off season. Go just for that. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, prob- no. they probably like we knock on like the front door of the house. Like, you guys want to open up? I'd be so yeah. down. Oh, me too. Uh, there was one that actually just came through, but I think Bobby already might have addressed it. Uh, Tim Welshan oh, says, "Does Bobby too. have aspirations of running the 200 at Oswego next year?" Um, it. I watched it. A little bit of it last night, uh, a little bit more of it this morning. And I really would like to do it just to say I did it. It's just so much that goes into it. Like you have to build, I have two fuel tanks on my car as it is uh, a 16 gallon side cell and a 24 gallon rear cell. So that's 40 gallons. You need 60 safely to run this race. Um, so I'd have to find a way to put another, put it in the wing. You don't run a wing there. Put it in the cage. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Um, we talked about, cause Oswego runs like a little tail wing deal. So they kind of look like an Indy car or a formula one car. And, and I want to do that, but they do, uh, at least once a year, they do like a twin 35s night. And I was like, I'd rather do it for like something like that and go get a chance to race two features, you know, knowing I can go the distance, the 200, it's just a, such a different deal. And, and, uh, it'd be cool to do, but I'm, I mean, I'd have to, the wheelbase on my car is real short, so I don't think it'd go good out there. Um, plus we're talking the big one, right? Yeah. yeah. Trying to trying to i don't know where i'd put 20 more gallons of fuel you could probably get away with like a 10 gallon cell and, and ride or you could go with 40 and pit but all right hear me out you fill it with dirt <laughs> you put a cool suit on but instead of the cool water you put gas in it methanol mm. actually runs cool so See? you could probably do it but I, what You're is welcome, that, what is it like a half a gallon there? Oh, i don't know that's yeah well you only need 19 and a half more put it in the steering wheel the oh. steering wheel would for sure it's an 11 inch steering wheel put it in, in the tires hey that's that guy Oh, Rich Keeter is handing the checkered flag to Grand Endfinger right now on the television. 
I know, and, I know Keeter's listening. Finger. He just winked at us. <laughs> he just <laughs> winked at us. He did. Oh, he he's, he's listening live. That he's was the specifically first one to hear the show. Us. From Saturday. That was uh, <laughs> last Saturday. Yeah, this is a wow. week ago. Yeah. That he, was fucking impressive. He looked at the camera and <laughs> winked at us. He wasn't even looking at the camera. He just turned around and winked. And it was just like, oh, he's fucking still, he's still working, but he's still listening to BFP at the same time. We love, love that. It. Um, um yeah. no so short story long tim yeah i'd like to someday i i would like to in all honesty i think the better route would try to rent a ride honestly find somebody that's got a car that's already set up for all that and uh just buy the tire and wreck their car yeah whatever yeah. pile it right there was plenty of guys that piled it in the styrofoam yesterday there's at least four or five guys that um sent the giant foam flying styrofoam can't hurt that bad it's the steel plate behind it that hurts oh yeah. hmm. well then don't hit that <laughs> oh, J- just hit the blocks, Bob. <laughs> oh, okay, idiot. <laughs> Wait, what, 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 what do we got going on this weekend? We're back at Bartlett on Friday. Fuck uh, yeah, we're back at Bartlett every single Friday until it snows. Whether uh, whether we make it or not remains yeah. to be until seen. Until twenty twenty four, just go to just, Bartlett on Friday. Yeah, yeah standard uh, standard answer until Thanksgiving is go karts on Friday. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, due There's, to due to unforeseen rain, uh, I think we said it this past week. There was nine scheduled events up until now, of which four or five got rained out. Um, so Eddie, uh, trying to uh, make up for that because at some point the track has to turn a profit, or else there is no racetrack to go to. So um, just trying to make some races up there. Um, started its own little twin twenty five series that is its own separate points system from the the weekly point system which i think the last weekly points race is is it this this week or is that next no, week it's next week. this so the, this, this one's one, a this one's a regular points race just because yeah. i had this one already on my schedule so the, um, the yeah. calendar at work so this so. is it, this isn't championship night then right no, no that's the next two one. weeks from two okay yeah. so yeah but yeah um yeah trying to make races up and uh you know there's there. I don't know that there's ever a right answer, but uh, there this was the answer that we are uh, facing with. And uh, like you said, we're going to be at go-karts every Friday until 2025, it sounds like. so. Well, yeah. allegedly. Well, yeah, you get it. Some yeah. of us will. I'm not skipping not uh, Star Classic. I'm not skipping that Friday. I'm not skipping Bill Burr tickets that I bought from Brad. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm going to miss at least two. Yeah, or yeah. No, Thompson, Thompson World Series weekend. Yeah, I'm not gonna miss that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was there's gonna a say couple there's, that there's probably just there's uh, nobody's gonna be working. <clears throat> that's fine. There's uh, I unfortunately had to make the financial decision to work the Friday one of the Star Classic, um, which I was never planning on camping, but I was thinking about trying to either I don't know find a camper to stay in or just bring a tent. Honestly, um, and I was gonna do we were gonna do the uh, second annual. BFP beer pong tournament uh, and the money was going to go to stand up to cancer and we're going to do that Friday night. But now, unfortunately, uh, I will not be there. So can't really orchestrate that. So going to be at go-karts uh, next Friday, this Friday, like we mentioned. And uh, then I'm going to miss like three weeks, but I'll be back eventually. Probably once it snows. Huh. Yeah. We'll but uh, well, one thing I did want to mention was, um, so this week is obviously Lee and you're going to be at Waterford. Yes. That's Saturday. Yes cool uh <laughs> yeah man thanks <laughs> yeah but it sounds like bobby's going to uh, daddy's playland which yeah, is yeah smack tour um i think it's the season finale Are we back i think so yeah we Good. yeah i've already been back i went yeah oh, okay. um, i went and i'm gonna go for the haunted hundred too that's the one we're going to get kicked out of probably for the rest of the year. Probably. Um, <laughs> Might be the last race, but that doesn't matter. Don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. <clears throat> I think it's the Smack Tour championship finale. I don't know. It's my last Smack race of the year um, before I got to put my junior varsity crate motor back in it. But uh, 
yeah, good chance to go to Waterford. Um, it's my favorite racetrack to drive on, and it's uh, Daddy's place and Daddy's and, place uh, to race. We were really good there earlier in the year. Uh, just had some bad luck, had a flat tire, and then ended up wearing a bolt off, driving around with a flat tire, and broke the suspension in it. So looking to rebound and wrap up what uh, wasn't exactly what I was hoping for for a smack season this year. Hopefully we can end that on a positive note, and uh, I think I'm going to safely wrap up like eighth in points, so sick. Hey, it's better than ninth, Bob. Yeah, worse than seventh, though. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Sunday, I got a... Significantly f- worse than first, but that's some all right. fun little change of, uh, change of speed, literally, on Sunday. Um, been talking with Mike Ramsey for a while. I've, I've, for some stupid reason, I don't know. I, I do this to myself all the time. I retire from go-kart racing, and then I go like two years, and I'm like, you know, I think I want to do it again. So Richmond has two uh, champ cart classes. They have what's called senior champ, which is just your prototypical you know, senior champ class. And then they have master's champ. Well, Mike runs it in the master's champ, and uh, he does pretty good. I think he won the championship or wins a bunch of races. So I, I said, ah, fuck, one day let me let me drive this thing in the senior champ race. You can run it in the master champ race. And he lit right up like like fucking Jeff Gordon asked him to drive his go-kart. You know, Mike's always been a huge fan of mine. We love the shit out of Ramsey. And so, so we're going to do that, and uh, I'm going to put a little twist on it. I haven't decided uh how i'm gonna pick a charity but i'm gonna try to raise uh five hundred dollars to either stand up for cancer or make a wish or the travis mills foundation or something um uh, basically if if i can't raise or basically using this to to raise money and put it towards a charitable cause you know i don't kind of act like i'm trying to find sponsorship but it's not a sponsorship it's going to go to a charity so i'll probably make a post on facebook about that tomorrow or or wednesday so look forward to that and uh it's been since 2008 that i've raced a go-kart at richmond um so it'd be cool to go back there for both of us got a couple of got some pals of the program that race up there so i'm sure they'll be pretty uh, jazzed up to get a chance to overlap me on sunday (laughs) fuck yeah yeah that would be uh that'd be cool definitely a cool way to do it since uh we're supposed to raise some money for stand up to cancer next friday night but unfortunately uh, not gonna be able to do that with go-kart scheduling um yeah this this weekend like you know, like we mentioned, we're all going to be at go-karts on Friday. And then Saturday, I don't really have anything scheduled. Um, there's some a couple things that Amanda and I want to do. But um trying to keep at least one free day. It's not even you a free should, day. I you know should take our, do, our girlfriend out on a date. Yeah, probably. That, that's probably what's going to happen. Uh, take her to, like, Chick-fil-A or something. But uh, I don't know. I, it, there's a... There's a lot to get done in a short amount of time before you move out of a camper, you know, and uh, it's coming right up. We got uh, up until the Friday of Stafford Fall Final, really. So um, sounds like we uh, got a nice friend of the program that's going to allow the camper to stay in the southern Connecticut region. So going to bring it down for the Fall Final and then leave it there and then go pick it up and bring it to Thompson and leave it there and then bring it back to er, bring it down to uh, Daddy's Play Place for the uh, Haunted Hundred. So Going to be a touring all around the Connecticut region, as uh, most people do when it comes to fall race cars. But, um, yeah, for Saturday, just going to be kind of hanging around. There's not many Saturdays, not many free days left um, before uh, before that happens. So um, Sunday, though, Lee, Operation Pack the Bar. Going to uh, do my best, try to see if I can't get a couple two-treat friends that uh, are uh, not doing anything or, or interested from up here and want to uh, jump in the old taco or whatever and uh, hitch a ride down to, down to Lee. Um, like, uh, Charlie mentioned earlier, we're going to have some merchandise for sale throughout the, uh, 
midway, I guess, if you will, uh, the souvenir stand. So we definitely have a lot of hats. Uh, if anyone is looking to purchase a hat, those will be there, and uh, we'll have some shirts as well. And if, flags, if, if anybody yeah, wants some flags, uh, flags, anybody wants anything at Waterford, coordinate it with Brad. Brad will get it to me on Friday, and I can bring it with me. Yeah, any anyone, if... If anyone listens to a show and wants merchandise at a racetrack the next weekend, if we have it in stock, certainly need to know by Friday because it's all in one place and we're all in three different places and mm-hmm. need to get it to where the checking and the savings are are you know not together. Six to all. nine business days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, I'll be I'll be at least Saturday too. So right, yeah. So I'm it. gonna have to bring all of the stuff that we're gonna give to them on uh, Friday for uh, for you, and uh, I can bring it Saturday. Leave it there and pick it back up on Sunday. So uh, looking forward to that. And then also uh, anyone that didn't see, we do have a uh, hoodie order that is going on right now. Um, we have just a standard um, you know big big logo on the chest on a black hoodie. We got that with a crew neck. I know a lot of people were asking about crew necks. Um, and then we got the uh, Budweiser logo, the beer logo up in the uh, left chest on a Navy hoodie. And uh, what was the other one that I just fucking posted? Oh, I got the alternate logo in yellow uh, in the left chest as well. That is a variation for um, some of those uh, younger individuals that may listen to this, whether their parents know or not. Um, you know, tug on tug on your, your mom or dad's shoulder arm sleeve whatever fucking be like hey i want that hoodie um there was uh, actually a handful of people that have had their kids get in trouble for wearing a beer logo to school so it's apple juice it is i had two kids buy t-shirts from me at oxford because it was back to school shopping i'm like i never thought of that that's kind of uh, rad yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah we have hoodie uh, the hoodie order going on until um friday and i uh, gotta actually have to go pick up we we did order some other shit so we got to go pick that up and uh is that our, our our hoodies done yeah Ooh. our hoodies and polos and stuff so those are going to be done on friday so that's why the pre-order ends on friday because is, i gotta give them all the money that we raise what is the dumbest most egregious situation where we need to show up wearing our polos um <laughs> we get arrested in the oxford parking lot wearing our polos nothing specific no no into that let's wear our polos to before, get arrested before getting a committing a crime Mm. Mm. maybe like applebee's after a star race the gray, or something the gray animal farm fucking applebee's last night me and rusty tried to go there after Wiscasset. it Whiskey was set. it was nine o'clock nine thirty and they're like no oh, we have over an hour wait rusty's like there's there's, there's nobody in there nobody in there yeah there was nobody so i'm like I've, i'm so bad at keeping food in at my house because it goes bad if i don't eat it obviously so i don't ever really know and one of my days i didn't plan on being home for dinner was yesterday and there was fucking nothing open in Wyndham whatsoever to the point where i drove to walmart and got a DiGiorno, and i ate the whole thing and i have felt foul ever since <laughs> <laughs> you're kidding I thought uh, you were going to say that the Applebee's just like closed at nine or something. And I was going to be like, no, well that is our fucking last great like pre COVID thing was app. Like every other place used to be open until 11, 12, one. And now they're like, yeah, we close at six. And you're like, what the fuck? And Applebee's is like, we're open until fucking one maybe two. Depends on if Shaquilla has to go home or whatever. Like Jesus. And uh, I thought you were going to say they closed at nine. I was going to be like, fuck COVID really. Well, they might as well back. have. <clears throat> hour wait and there's fucking 12 people in the restaurant oh, you could have gone in there at 10 i'll pour my own <laughs> beers and just let me sit at the bar i don't give a fuck yeah, yeah we, we do it the, we know how to do it we do it at the 99 every fucking year. i'll gladly wait an hour for my food if that's the issue just give me a beer and, and we'll sit there but right i don't think that's what they want to hear no no 
That's what grinds my gears. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Do you have any of those, Brad? I do. Yeah, there was one grinds my gears. It was, it, it's a brief one. but I like so, we haven't done either that or weapon the last two shows. So the, uh, the fucking on-ramp for 295 in Portland, anyone that lives up here knows, but it, it's basically a very, it's a runway that's about as long as from myself to Charlie, which is about 10 feet. So you literally <laughs> come, up, you come up around the corner and like you literally have 20, 30 feet to get your blinker on and get in the left lane or you're going to have to come to a stop because then you're going down the other side of the ramp and you're going to, or you're going to go run right through the breakdown lane. Well, so you have to just, if you or at least are from around here and know what the fuck you're doing, because nine times out of 10, someone with like a Florida plate comes to a complete fucking stop at the top of that thing. And I don't know if you've ever merged onto a highway, but if you're going from a stop, it takes you a while to build up speed. So I, coming around the corner, am like fucking Dale Adega in it. Like you just, just drop the jack and you're off pit oh, road. Oh, dude, I am flying up the fucking thing. Like I, the, the taco might have been on two wheels. And <laughs> I am coming up and I fly. Saucier wins the race off pit road. <laughs> and I fly up the fucking on-ramp and I see that there's a, the, there's a van. It looks like one of those fucking jail vans. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like the navy blue, whatever fucking looking, whatever rapey vans. And so I see that they have their blinker on right. Well, they're going to take the exit. So I'm like, okay. So I'm jetting up. I get on the fucking thing, hit the blinker, go into the other lane. This guy, before I even like hit, like got into the left lane or the actual highway lane, there's two lanes, right? And I'm going from the fucking, uh, the on-ramp. This guy is laying on his horn before he even takes the right into my lane to go down the exit and laying on the horn. And I'm just like, I literally like almost come to a stop. Like I've like pumped the brakes and I have my hand out the window, just like throwing my hand up like, who are you mad at? Like I'm in my lane and you came to my lane and you're mad at me. Like what the fuck? And I look behind me and he is just fucking double birding. Big Denny Hamlin fan. That's where you throw it in park. Oh, I, well, I get out fucking, of the truck and just sit down. I was pretty sure he was a correctionals officer and I saw fuck what they did to those guys at Oxford. So was he wearing a flannel shirt? <laughs> he he might have been. I can only see him from the fucking I just finger one, up. I just bought one from American Eagle. I wonder if everyone's going to think I'm a cop now. Hmm. They definitely will. Mm. They're going to start running in the opposite direction. <laughs> in yep. cuffs. Uh, yeah. Do you have any crimes, my weapons? Uh, just, just one, I guess. Um, is, is typically, no, no, it's not. <laughs> Usually, uh, so, so, so we were sitting in the trailer uh, for Rusty yesterday, and uh, typically loud noises just don't bother me at all in any way whatsoever, especially at a racetrack. You, right, you kind of know they're coming. You, you, it's expected, right? Well, we had just sat down and. Um, the boss hog, they, they do a couple parade laps before the big show of eight, uh, like big tractor trailer trucks and all sorts of shit. Right. Well, we're sitting in the trailer. It's me and Wayno's right next to me. Rusty's dad and, and Lindsay's over there. And chase had just fallen asleep, like just taking a quick little, you know, baby nap. <laughs> Which is fine. If Holy it, fuck, did the first one scare the piss out of all of us? <laughs> Which would have been fine if it was on the track, but I'm pretty sure it was like coming through the pits or something. Yep. And it was right at the tail of Rusty's trailer. And we didn't see it. All we heard was, ah! <laughs> like, what the fuck? I, I thought Wayno was going to jump through the ceiling oh, yeah. of the fucking trailer. Rusty, Shelby, and I, and Corey, Corey Bubar, were standing at the back of the car and we're all like, <laughs> what the fuck? was that i shit my the, pants that truck was one foot from us and chase was just like what in the absolute fuck he is crying crying I, i'm like oh great now my kid doesn't have ears like he's, he's gonna have blood coming out of his head like this that is thing awesome was, was like so, holy fuck it was like a train horn but then the second one comes out and that one's like 
Yeah. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what was that pussy shit? Like, you just blew the fucking speakers out of it, or you blew everybody's ears out with that thing. And it, the, well, it's, the second one just goes, hunk. It's also because, like, the way Rusty sets his trailer up, he has this big fucking ginormous pit box, and he puts it down at the end of the trailer where, when the, where the, the gate comes down. So, like, you, you didn't even really see anything because it's kind of, like, dark in there. You got your chair set up and all that. You just didn't even see it. Didn't even hear it rolling up, nothing. And then you just get absolutely blasted out of the fucking trailer. Fucking so, honk. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> fuck that guy. But uh, otherwise, good day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my weapon of the week is Alex Bowman. Yeah, what happened? I I heard some things about that, but I didn't watch anything that was NASCAR related whatsoever this week. He... So him and Suarez, I, I feel like I've seen them race pretty aggressively around each other, and they're both not in the playoffs. So Amigo, they're just if you doing will. whatever. And Daniel Suarez is a weapon too. Um, but Alex uh, Suarez goes to go low on him on the, in the corner and side drafts him into the corner. Well, Alex just blocks him, throws a block, and then it was hard to tell if Alex like just threw the second block or if when he darted to the left for the first block and Dan- Daniel just didn't lift and was in his back bumper, which actually turned him back to the right. But it looked like Alex threw the second block. And then just, I mean, the second block, he was definitely not fully clear, I guess. It, it allowed the uh, 99 to clip his back bumper and send him head on into the wall, which then Daniel Suarez goes for a spin and absolutely takes out the most innocent bystander in Harrison Burton, who is having a career day in 14th place. So... <laughs> Just oh. hate to see that, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know what the fuck he was doing. But right. yeah, that that cup race last night was incredibly, incredibly frustrating to watch because Denny Hamlin was a dominant car. Denny Hamlin has a loose wheel. Denny Hamlin has to come pit. I have money on Denny Hamlin to win the race. I'm like motherfucker. I'm like, All right, so I also have money on Brad Keselowski uh, to finish in the top five and Kevin Harvick top three. Kevin Harvick going to pass Tyler Reddick, the probably the second best car, Tyler Reddick, and. Kevin Harvick's going to pass him, and then he's like, oh, I'm going to pull a fast one on him. I'm going to go to pit road because it was the just starting the pit cycle. Darts to pit road. Well, Tyler Reddick, looking in his rearview mirror, camera, or whatever, sees Kevin dart down to pit road. And Tyler Reddick is like beyond past where you would have even been able to come close to getting to pit road. But Tyler Reddick two foots the brakes, and Ryan Newman is rocket manning himself <laughs> right into his fucking arsehole. And <laughs> running, has to lock him up. 33rd in the Rick Ware car. He has to fucking two foot the brakes, and he spins out. So now the caution comes out, and Kevin is still down on the flat going into the pits. The red light comes on. Kevin pits. Pit road's closed. He, it was literally five feet. It was as long as the fucking on-ramp on the fucking thing that I was talking about. He's that far away from the, the you know, a perfectly executed pit stop, and he ends up pitting while the caution is out. Pit road was closed. End of the longest lines. Now, both of them are mired back there. They couldn't even dig themselves out, and I don't know what the fuck happened to Brad Kozlowski, but he was up front all day in the top five, fell back, finished like fucking 12th or something. I'm like, God damn it. I can't catch a break, and this just so many comers and goers, and probably the third best hold car. The, hold the goers. Uh-huh. Yeah, probably the third best car was Larson, and uh, he picks up the win, and uh, yeah, you'll have yeah. that on them bigger jobs. You will have that in NASCAR. Yeah, so. that it? I think that's it. Two thirty-five. Yeah, uh, yeah. Go to Lee this weekend. Yeah, this, uh, or wherever episode. there are race. If cars. you live in Connecticut, go to Waterford Saturday. Yep. Just go to a racetrack. Go to a racetrack. Oh, wow. And if you live in Connecticut, probably or, go to Stafford. Or swallow, swallow a frog in your throat. Mm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this episode is brought to you by Lee, the Basowski Properties One Fifty Sunday, uh, and the Saturday and Sunday. 
well, yeah. You but get it. The, the Bissowski the, one is Sunday. Yeah, the Grand Estate race is Sunday. Uh, you can and, pack the yeah. bar Saturday if you want, but we definitely want you to pack the bar Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, you can you can do whatever you'd like, but you're going to have to hold down the fort on Saturday. Sunday, there will be more of us, and uh, you can you can come help. Mm. Yeah. Bissowski Properties Sunday, 150. Sunday, 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 Sunday. Yeah, speaking of that, we're going to have to do another matinee recording, or not really, but a little bit earlier, so that we can go to Buffalo Wild Wings for... Ba, 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 Dun, 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 dun. Football. <laughs> Sports. Are you ready for some football? Um, oh, Sunday night. Oh, that's a different day. You get it. Waiting all day for Monday night. You uh, sound just like Carrie Underwood. Thank you. I get same, that. Same guy. Actually, a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> want, to, right. want to sing karaoke? Uh, Carrie Underwood at karaoke this week? No. Okay. No. I'm gonna I'm gonna be probably sitting around somewhere watching the Lions beat the Chiefs. No shot. <laughs> we'll see. Dan Campbell's gonna be eating just kneecaps. We'll see. If they do, Lions are going 18 and 0 and winning the chip. We'll see. No shot. <laughs> we'll see. All right. We'll see you next Tuesday. Race car, race car. Here we go, race car.